Where is it? There we go. A little uh, Van Halen hot for teacher. Oh, oh. Fucking love this song. Teacher. Varsity Blues when the teacher's a stripper. <laughs> she was smoking hot that day. Billy Bob. Oh, Billy Bob. Oh, get up there. Keep your clothes on. Here, have a beer. Fatty. <laughs> oh, my God. You go to the property. <laughs> <laughs> he was fucking great, man. All right, let's crack him. All right. Episode 90, 97. Ryan Chuck up with the one that's So we got the final four coming. We probably should do two rounds on our thing. We have today. to. That's so, exactly yeah, yeah. what I said. I said because we want to be done before right? they're done. Right. So I figure yeah, yeah, we yeah. get into the final four this week, and then yeah, we then go next there. Week we'll do the final four and final. Yep. So here we are, uh, Ryan Shotgun with Norman Jim, episode ninety-seven, mm-hmm. and uh, just got back from Penn State. You and yeah. I've been talking about that fucking great time. Good so, news. Good yeah. news. A new a new Penn Stater in the fold. Yeah, man. So. Uh, good stuff. Um, they run an unbelievable program up there that Earth and Mineral Sciences cool. and EMS, and they had this cool. thing called EMEX, um, which is they have their alumni involved. I mean, Tony and Colleen are both alumni up there, mm-hmm. but um, it's I can only describe it like this it's a big campus, Penn State, mm-hmm. but this program makes it seem like a small college in a big college. Right, because you have your own little major tucked away in that yep. one corner. That's cool. It's very cool. And it's like, and hell, Luke put it. He said, you know what, Dad? He said, you can't make, this is Luke, this is my fucking kid. He's like, you can't make a small college feel big, but you can make a big college meal fall, uh, feel small. He said that? Yeah. Very deep. That's very good. Yeah. I was like, can. wow. <laughs> That's very true. He's like, you know, you just find your thing, and it's like... You'll find your niche. And there are a lot of niches up there, as we were just kind of talking about. And you'll find your own group. The group that me and Dougie uh, were involved in, well, he got into a frat. But, I mean, we both came from Ogon, so we hung out with Ogon's people. Right. And I remember somebody saying to us, he goes, man, you Ogon's people are like your own group. You you guys are like your own fraternity, because we all stuck together. We're all Philly guys. We're Philly area people. So And he'll find his group. Yeah, and I think he will, and I, I like this, uh, you know, like I said, you know, that Friday night, I come back to pick him up, and it's like he's already he's already figured it out, you know what I mean? Like, he's with That's that group of 10 kid. people, and, and so, yeah. Seven of them are hot chicks. Oh, boy, I can see 10 years from now, we'll be watching the news. Yeah, I went to school with her. I, I banged her. I did it. Yeah. All right, you never know. We'll see. I'm just happy for him. Uh so he, I, I think when later on tonight, he'll do the official accept good. online. Good, good, so, good, good, good. But woke us up in the middle of the night last night to tell us, yep, I'm definitely going to go to Penn State. Yeah, good <laughs> to hear it. So, there it is. Anyway, uh, I want to start out by uh, an intro to in, uh, a good friend of ours <coughs> and uh, a big time listener of the show. But this is outstanding. And, and uh, Newman, if you listen... You will love to hear this, but Andrew T. and Sandy, who's been on our show too, Andrew mm-hmm. T., mm-hmm. Uh, their son Max became the 96-pound wrestling state champ for Pennsylvania last week. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, that's, congratulations, Max. Way to go. Yeah, so the kid's a great wrestler. Andrew's right. intense. You know, yeah, Oh, he's, he's a big wrestling guy. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, um, it's cool, right? I mean, their kids are so humble. Both their kids are amazing athletes. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Elise and Luke have been swimming together for years. He's an amazing cross-country runner. And then Max has just been a wrestler. And he's always had 
Max Russell up, right? Mm-hmm. So up in age, whatever it is, to mm-hmm. make and so to become the Keystone champion last weekend, right? You know, that's a big deal. What year is he? Is he so he's going to be a freshman next year. Oh, okay. Uh, he's uh, eighth grade right now. Okay. So, but I, I was talking to them. I, I was out with them um, two weeks ago, and I, I was saying, well, hasn't the you know the high school wrestling coach reached out? You know, you got a kid that th- is this good yeah. working his way up. Yeah. And um, they said, they said, yeah, he has. And they're like, you know, there's a certain weight they want him to wrestle at, mm-hmm. and um, he's going to be varsity his freshman year. The kids wow. are the kids. Are, the kid is just the coolest little kid, you know. Good, he's just good. he's humble, so I'm very happy for uh, that family. They're just good people, you know. Good. So good to hear. Way to go. Congratulations, you guys. Andrew, Tr- so pretty awesome. Uh, yeah. It was out in the Erie, PA. So that's what a champ. Well, that's way to fuck. That's I know. The other opposite, opposite. Of the state. He didn't have a point scored against them the entire. Uh, wow. Tournament. Yeah, and when wow. I saw the picture, they they posted pictures online and. Uh, you know, they had all the, the kids who finished first through, mm-hmm. I guess, eighth place up on this tier thing, and there yeah. was Max. So to make it all the way through that, you know, the, the tournament, and not even have a point scored against you. That's tremendous. Yeah, so, hey. so uh, Well, awesome. we were just talking about it, but uh, hey, uh, Andrew, I know you're a big Michigan guy, but Penn State has won a national title in wrestling nine out of the last 11 years. They had the national championship stuff everywhere up there. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they had cool. It was a lot of, a lot of cool stuff for the wrestling national championship nice. up there. So. Very good, very good. Congratulations. Yeah. And then last night, I've mentioned him on the show a few times. He's never—I don't think he listens to the show, but um, he's a uh, you know a friend in the area. Lives in Skipback, um, but the kid that went to Abingdon, Chris Holloway. Right? Yes, yes, yeah. Well, his son goes to Devon Prep. He's a junior. Okay. Um, He's the leading scorer on the basketball team. He's an incredible basketball player. Well, they won the state championship last night. They what, took down Aliquippa. In what? what uh, basketball. What, yeah. Oh, but, oh I'm sorry. Three A. Three A. Okay. Yeah. And what school? Devon Prep. Wow. He's a great. junior. Yeah. He had 16 points. Um, <laughs> kid's just good. Six four. You know. Really? What year yeah. is he in? He's a junior. Yeah. So. Whoa! We've got another year growing. So, yeah. Not only that, the other four starters on the team were sophomores. Ooh, He's a junior a and the four sophomores, and nice. they won. They took down – so, you know, they had a hard path to get there. Uh-huh. Uh, they took down West Catholic, um, this team uh, upstate in the Wilkes-Barre area, Holy Redeemer, okay. who was really good, and then uh-huh. they took down Aliquippa last night. They wow. blew they out. They were yeah. actually up by 30 at one point. Wow, that's yeah. great. That's good. Good to see these young men do good. Very good. And Aliquippa, Very good. Apparently, Aliquippa had, had won the state championship in football this year. Uh huh. And they were trying to do a double double they dip, and huh? All five of their starters were on the football team. Oh, so, but sorry, to, sorry, Tony Dorsett. Yeah. You so pit fucker, you. <laughs> I always said Aliquippa, wasn't that? And Pipe was supposed to be Aliquippa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Aliquippa has some great football players. Him, uh, Mike Ditka, but we had Paul Puzzlucci come out of there too. I but did yeah, like they, that. They're a hotbed for football, man. They are, man. Good I went by the stadium. Tough nose. I went by the stadium. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I was out there for work one time. It's near Johnstown, PA. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, and... Uh, That's on the way to IUP. It's cool. The stadium sits down. Like, kind of like uh, Michigan. the big house. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of cool, right? And, uh, yeah, very very cool. But, you know, like all the movies where you see about Penn State fo- or Pennsylvania football, high school yeah. football and all, it is all in that freaking area. That's they all are, you see they, is their colors they are, they and their flags. They, and they are into it, man. It's probably just bad. like down in Philly, they are into the high school basketball. They're probably that way with the football, probably more so. 
Yeah, so very so, cool. So cool. there's some uh, some local shout-outs. But good, episode good, 97, good. The Great Swear 97, you start us off. Okay, uh, maybe I'll do two, a two-for-one here. How about the Bosos? Nick and Joey. Just do them both. Fucking they're like... And their dad. Was he 97 too? He was 97. John Bosa. Who did he play for? Uh, let me see. Did he go pro? Was he a pro? He was a pro. Yeah, John Bosa. Uh, let me see who he played for. I, I wrote him down on my list. So, yeah, Nick Bosa and Joey. Nick and Joey, yeah. That's why they wore 97. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. I know that the younger brother wore 97 because of the older brother. Uh, he, he was a defensive end for the Dolphins, John Bosa. Oh, get out of here. Yep. And he was 97. That's cool. Hey, now, he did not play at Ohio State. It was, uh, I forget where he played. It well, was... they grew up in Florida. Well, probably because he played for the Dolphins. Yes, but he was from, I want to say, New York or something like that. Okay. So he went okay. to college somewhere up that way. All right. But, All right. yeah. So, yeah. Great freaking athletes, unbelievable! I had no idea wow. their dad went out and yeah, but I it was like when those I those two, you know, they were they're really good because one of the sons was hurt and won the defensive player of the year. Yeah, I think it was Nick got hurt and he got the defensive player of the year and his dad went up and accepted it because he was oh, really? yeah he was rehabbing. Okay, yeah. Well, the, the one got hurt like somewhat or maybe halfway through the season and said the heck with it, I'm not coming back. I'm getting ready for the pros. I think that was the younger brother. Now, who is Joey. Nick? Joey's younger? Joey's Joey's at uh, San Diego. Yeah. Nick said uh, San Fran. Okay. Yeah. The younger brother got hurt and said, "Hey, to hell with it. Yeah. I'm not going to come back. I'm getting ready for the." Draft. Any more of these bosas coming along? I don't think so. Yeah. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God for us. They had the connection there, at Ohio State. Uh, all right. Uh, out of Illinois, Simeon Rice. Simeon Rice, yes. Tampa played for uh, Tampa for Tampa, years. Tampa, yeah. And, and the Arizona Cardinals. He sacked hung the uh, Raiders in a Super Bowl, that's for sure. Simeon Great player, Rice, man, right. Simeon Rice. I'm going to go with an eagle. I'll go with Darwin Walker. Darwin Walker, yes. I had him written down here. Um, i got to cross him out. There he is, Darwin Walker. Uh, should I stay with the birds? I'm going to stay with the birds. Go ahead. Javon Hargrave plays for him right now. Okay. Uh, number 97, he's defense tackle. He's best player in defense this year. Okay. Not not named Fletcher Cox, that's for sure. Oh, Fletcher fucking Cox. 14 fucking million. Yeah, Still fucking and they're re-signing all these. They re-signed, what's his name? Barnett. Oh, uh, we'll get to that. Jesus Christ, why not sign me? Yep. Um, I'll stick with the Eagles, and I'll go with Malik Jackson. Malik Jackson, good one. All right, so let's stick with the Eagles then. Oh, oh, oh. Former first-round draft pick. 14th overall, Broderick. Bunkley out of Florida State mm. was with number 97. I didn't know he was 97. Yeah. All right, well, i got to go with a Penn State connection, play ah. for the Kansas City Chiefs, Scott Redisek. Bills, Colts, Chiefs, Scott yeah. Redisek. Yeah. Great oh, player, man. man. He was uh, kind of, well, I guess he was gone by the time you were there or no? Oh, he was gone. He, I think the last uh, fall he played was 1980. He, was, he, he left before the first championship. So he was on the Alabama team, or the team that played Alabama in the championship. Probably, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. I see, I thought he was... I thought he would have been there in 82. No, he had just left. So, okay. Yeah. yeah, he was a great player. Yep. That's a Penn State name, though. Right a second. Just right like a you second. were saying that name, what was it last week? You were saying that's a Penn State. <laughs> those Polish, those yeah, yeah. real blue-collar names. I'll give you, here's a great Penn State name, but unfortunately he went to the bad guys. Chris Zordich, number 97 for the Bears. How about Mike Zordich for Penn State? Was he 97? No, he was in 97. Oh. But Chris Zordich, but that's a Penn State name. Yeah, that's Of it. course, because. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Notre Dame and the Bears. Okay. Um, how about Cornelius Bennett? Cornelius played Bennett. Played for Bama, played for the Bills. Yes. What a Bama defense. And, and finished his career with the Falcons. Oh, did he? And, okay. 
Uh, this guy was a pro bowler for years for the Niners, Bryant Young. Notre Dame guy, too. Yeah. Very good ball player. Yep. Um, I'm going to go with a guy I played for Detroit, uh, Calvin Pace. Calvin Pace, okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's. I think I wrote him down here. I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out. i got so many notes in here. Because <laughs> I, I wrote better known as Dad for Bosa. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I like this guy just because I like his name. He wasn't bad. Uh, defense tackle, defensive end for the uh, Saints and the Skins. Jumpy Gathers. Oh, I like the name, Jumpy. 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 All right, Jumpy. Uh, I'm going to go with another guy oh, who played for the Eagles, but he was better on the Packers, Timmy Harris. Timmy Harris. That's a good one. When he started with the Packers, he was really good. Came to the Eagles. He was okay. Yeah. And I think he ended with the Packers again. Um, Tracy Scoggins, defensive end for the Lions. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was out in Nebraska. Played, uh, yeah, for the Lions. Okay. I, I started to go into my next okay. one in my notes. Uh, I'm going to get a guy for play for the Vikings, uh, Henry Thomas. Henry Thomas. I'm going to stick. He played with, like, John Randall. He played with Chris Dolman. They had a nice line at the time. Uh, I'll stick with the Vikings then. Okay. Pro Bowler, uh, Everson Griffin. Oh, okay. Number 97. Okay. Big, well, huge dude. Well, you wear 97. You're not going to be a small little D-back. No, but he wasn't fat. He was just big. Just a big, strong guy? Big. Okay. I'm going to go with a, of course, a Raider. Um, <laughs> uh, what's his name? Glover. Um, Leroy Glover, but he spelled it strange. Leroy Glover, he did. He spelled L- it. And he played for the Saints, yes, Cowboys, Rams. Yep, yep. Leroy Glover, yeah. La, apostrophe, yep. Roy, R-O-I. Return on investment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Glover. Return on investment, Glover. The return on investment, Glover. Oh. Um, how about Cam Hayward for the Steelers? Uh, that was the last one I was going to mention. He played for uh, Ohio State, I believe. His dad played for Pitt. Pitt. Ironhead. Yep. Iron nowhere. Um, he's still playing, by the way. Cameron Hayward is still playing? Yeah. I think his dad is dead. Oh, Ironhead died? I think so. Wow. All right. I do have Dead or Alive this week. Well, I think he's dead. Okay. Um, God, I think that's all I got. All right. Uh, no, no, I take that back. Uh, the kid who's coming out of uh, Michigan right now, Hutchinson. Oh, that's a great I one. I don't know his first name. Justin? Is it Justin Hutchinson? I, I don't know. He looks and like I know Justin. his dad played for Michigan, and he was 97, yeah, too. Yeah. Played like the early 90s. That's a great he, pull And right he's there. supposed to be like uh, the, the first or second pick. He is, yeah. I mean, he's good, but I don't see him being a top five pick. He's got I mean, that, he's got the build of one of those Bosos, but that's what I was the speed say. of the Bosos. He does. He, he, he was showing that speed <coughs> this year. And the thing is, when you get to the pros, we'll see the, the Bosos got that speed and the power. I don't know if he's got that leg strength of the Bosos. That's the thing. They've, yeah. got, they've got the speed, the power. He's, he kind of looks like him at first glance, but I don't know if he's as good as those two. Yeah, I mean, to go first or second, right? Yeah. I mean, it's a big investment. Yes. So, um, Jeremy Roenick, when he played the Blackhawks, Flyers, he played for Flyers at number 97. Mm. Jeremy Roenick. Always throwing cool. my hockey in there. Okay. okay. Uh, and then now, probably going to surpass him as the best hockey player to wear 97 ever is Connor McDavid, plays for Edmonton Oilers. Okay. He's fucking awesome. Good. Uh, let's see. I got a couple more on here. One year, he wore 97. All right. For the Packers, out of Nebraska, Danny Noonan. <laughs> Danny Noonan. Miss it, Noonan. <laughs> Miss it, Noonan. Uh, who else we got in here? Uh, Patrick Kearney, pro ball defensive end for the Falcons and the Seahawks. Okay. Uh, 
Let's see. Uh, Geno Atkins, defensive tackle for uh, – he was out of Georgia. He played for the Bengals. Okay. He, he was great for years. Okay. Uh, and, that, and that's it. The only other one I had is uh, in college, Tommy Harris for Oklahoma was number 97. All right. But I think your 97 for college was better. Oh, yeah. Hutchinson. Good. I'd be interested to see how good this kid becomes. Yeah. So – that's it for the greats to wear 97, or those that did wear 97 in the case of mm-hmm. Broderick Bunkley, because uh, he certainly wasn't great. So, tourney time. Tournament Nova gets time. it done. I was hoping they'd win, and I think I, I texted you guys last night. I said, if they keep it low and they move slow, they can win. Yeah. But, I mean, God, every chance it just looked like Houston was going to start making shots and exploding because they, just, they had more guys. They had more depth. They had more talent. And I'm thinking, if these guys start hitting a few of these shots, they're going to crush them. But they just didn't, and they didn't. I think this is the most athletic team I've ever seen at Villanova. Think so? Yep, just because they're not very tall. Nope. But they can jump. They can move. They can all dribble. They're smart. They're smart. They're, they're smart. so they well coached, good. man. Oh, he's a great coach. He's such a good coach. He's a great man. coach. And if it's close, if it's within a few points with five minutes left, it's almost like they're, you know they're going to win. Now, losing that more kid, that's going to hurt. And, and I think his Achilles tendon, it was what he hurt. That's a, that's I said that Sue right away. As soon as it happened, I, I turned to Sue. I go, that's an Achilles. And that's, what I said, that's what I texted out. Did you see? I said, no, that. I I said oh, okay. I texted that out to I you saw it this morning. but Yeah, I texted yeah. out. I said, I bet you he's saying somebody kicked him. And Dave's like, no way. It's Did you early. see the way he looks back? <clears throat> yes. Yeah. You so saw when, that thing pop up. Yeah. So when he first did it, I thought he, he slipped. But then he showed it in slow motion. His and feet, like, he jumped his feet up. And his, he didn't plant that foot. I'm like, something's wrong there. It was the back one. And he did. grabbed it. And like you said, he looked behind and said, oh, my God, that's what Dave said. He said he thought someone kicked him. I said, yeah. I bet you that's and what And he was said. like looking back. And then it he was. was. Like, he wasn't really recognizing it. And then he realized. You could tell when he was rolled on his back. He wasn't in pain. But he was like. Something's Some, fucked something's up in fucked here. up. And then when they had to help him off and they put him, and even the announcers, when they put you down at the end of the bench, that's not good. You're done. You're done. So yeah. he's done. That's a shame because he was a good ball player and a, a big contributor. Big contributor. Uh, yeah. Good with good handle. <coughs> and that's and like hurt. I said, they, they all have, the guys who get in are all smart. Yeah. Like that Samuel kid. He's tremendous. Samuels and Daniels. Yeah. That kid's awesome. And kid the kid, was, now that kid's going to have to start. And then the kid from uh, Abington, Dixon, he's good too. He is good. He uses his body very well. I mean, he's they use him as like a center. Yeah. Um, but he, what is he, 6'8", tops? 6'7"? No, he's not. That. He's like 6'5". That's it? I think so. But he's so freaking wide. He's big. and he, he reminds me of, speaking of a Malik Jackson, there was a Malik Jackson for Temple that had a similar build and a similar game. 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. He's got a nice touch, too. He's hitting some clutch threes. Yeah. And he's making his free throws, and he needs to because he's going to get fouled. They all shoot their free throws. Yeah, they're going to set a record. That's amazing, right? Yeah. What are they, 82% or something? 82.6 or something like that. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. I mean, they're just getting it done. Uh, Houston, Houston was very athletic. Houston just. Really? Their game plan, like Dave was saying, you're one for 17 for three. Why do you keep jacking up? They have bigger guys, and their big guys had nice touch from like about 10 feet and in. Get it in there. You weren't down by twenty. No. You know, they, or at they, least because Villanova doesn't seem very deep. It looks like they right. run about seven players. Right. So it's like get them in foul trouble. trouble, or just you know just get it down there, and they can't stop. They you. just they wanted. They were thinking we hit a three, we're going to get the momentum. They hit 
a couple of threes, not yeah, many, but not I many. was like, yeah, my God, what the hell are they? You know, they had so they, many chances. They chopped the lead. They cut that lead down to two at one point. And I'm thinking, oh God, if they and who was a number eleven on their team? He had a nice touch. He had a nice game. And I'm thinking, if they start getting it into this dude, they're in trouble because they can't stop him. He's yeah. gonna be tall enough to smack the shot. Who was the coach? Samson, Kelvin Samson. Calvin Samson, who was at like Indiana, he got himself in trouble. I think at Oklahoma or something like that. Yeah, he's a good coach. Yeah, man. He's a good coach. Yep. You know, but he didn't coach good last <laughs> night. No, he did not. He no, he, he did not. He did not coach good no. last night. I was like, yeah. Every time there was a timeout, like. Again, this is why um, Jay Wright is such a good coach. His timeouts were so perfect last night. Right. They'd get it to within like six or five, whatever you call a timeout. They come out, next thing you know, it's 11. Yep. Yep. I'm like, oh my God. And, he, I, and I love when they were it. interviewing him on the sideline. They're like, hey, you're doing this. All right, you're doing this right. He goes, I keep expecting something. He goes, well, they're going to come back. He, he, you can tell he's a good coach because he anticipates their run, he anticipates them counteracting what yep. he's doing. They're going to do this, so we got to get ready for that. He never let the crowd get into it last night either. Yeah. And, I mean, I think they got it to two a couple of times. They they did right near the end. Yeah. And so just, man, clutch. And and I said to Sue, I was like, uh, like Gillespie kid, he's got to step up. He keeps throwing the ball away. He's open for shots. He keeps – and yeah. then right after that, bang, he hits that shot. Well, he missed quite a few threes. Yeah. You know – He's not a three-point shooter, you know, but if he gets an open shot... Houston's defense they, was amazing, though. Yeah, Houston was in their face. Yeah. Was, both teams played great defense. Yes, they did. Not so much on offense last night. Oh, the offense sucked. Especially well, at at one point, both teams were shooting... <laughs> I think Villanova was shooting 20-some percent, and Houston was shooting 28 percent. And then what was the score have? 27-21, 28-21, something yeah. like that? I think you 20, said that. 28-20. Yeah, you're like, is that a record for... It, it was probably but, going back to like the fifties or sixties. Uh no, there was I forget what it was. It was I, I looked it up and oh, okay. it, it was like uh the score that was like twenty five thirteen some score. Ooh. But okay. yeah. I don't know. But yeah. Um and then Coach K gets the win last yep. night. I didn't yep. wa- I watched the first half. Um it was a pretty good game. Yeah, I was expecting more from Arkansas. I thought they were gonna be more like Houston and really move the ball. But the way Duke ended that half, I'm like, they got this. Yep. Then I ended up watching the whole game. And before they ended that half, I mean, they went on like a 10-0 run. But, yeah. But, at you the know, very the last minute and a half, two minutes. Yep. Yep. And, it's just and they like, hit that three right at the buzzer. It's like letting up a goal in hockey with one minute, under a minute left. You know, it's just a momentum yeah. killer, you know. Yeah. And so, but he gets there, right? So this is yeah. his 13th time to the final 13th, four. that's a record now, yeah. Is that a record? Yeah. Uh, Wooden held it at 12, or he was tied with Wooden at 12. Oh, wow. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, they said it this morning. They said it last night. Uh, you know, <coughs> I used to like Coach K. Uh, I really did. I thought he did everything right. Everything. But now he's, he recruits the one and dones, right? He's, yeah. he's changed. And I think at times when you hear him, I think he's an asshole at times. But I used to like him when he had nothing but overachievers on his team, mm-hmm. right? Because that's the way he built his team. Yeah. In the 80s. Early 90s, yeah, you know, you had to hurl. Then he started play. winning, and then he started getting more and more talent coming his way. Right, and so it was like, I just liked him. And then the, you know, Duke kids are, it's just like, you can't really root for Villanova, except I'm rooting for this Dixon kid, and I like Jay Wright. Right. But it's like, they're just obnoxious, the, the students. The students, maybe. Same because they're, um, but I, you know, like, people hate Nova because of whatever reason, like the Temple guys, they, the they whole hate everybody. Fun. 
but I mean, they're part of the Big Five. I always cheer for whatever Big Five team goes. But they were the ones that destroyed the Big Five. <laughs> well, they did because they had a choice of either get really involved with the Big East, which really jumped off, or yeah. to stay with the Big Five, which I I grew up watching the Big Five doubleheaders down. A, yeah, but they, they're where they are now because of that move. And, and and that was all. Uh, and there's no com- and shame on the rest of the other four teams. That they was can't they can't put up a fight. It was Raleigh's you know? deal, right? That was Raleigh who did it. You know, because they you know the Big East were saying, hey, we got to get in big venues and sell out, and we're going to be on TV. It's going to be Big Monday and. Sure enough, they did it. Now, right, Jay Wright is just kicking the shit out of everybody in Philly. So, why did Raleigh leave and then go to Cleveland State? No, he left and went to uh, UNLV. Then ended up at uh, why did he go to UNLV? Probably money. Probably money. Fuck. Dumb move by him. Mm-hmm. When he <laughs> when he was coaching Cleveland State, I was like, that's just not right. What well, I remember the Cleveland is... State with uh, Kenny the Mouse McFadden, and they upset uh, Indiana in 1985. And I, their coach was a guy named Mackey. And that's when they were, a tr- just like the St. Peter's, they were, well, who the hell is Cleveland State? Right. And then you cheered from, when he, yeah, like you said, he got to Cleveland State. Like, what the fuck's he doing at Cleveland State? Yeah, I know he got to the tourney a couple times. Yeah, yeah. At Cleveland State. But anyway, um, so now uh, today we got UNC versus St. Peter's. Yep. And um, first 15th seed to get to the Elite Eight. Yep. Ever. Yep. Um, which this is amazing to watch this thing happen. But I'm thinking, I went through their schedule for the year, St. Peter's. So I wanted to know, all right. <laughs> Who the hell they play? So, you know, you look through their schedule. They had like seven losses or whatever. Yeah. And they never got, you know, they lost some games by like 10. But early on in the season, they played some top-notch teams. I think they played St. John's, blew them out. The only blowout, they had St. John's, blew them out early. But you could see, as you go through their schedule, the growth of the team. And I'm like, this coach is really good, by the way. Yeah. And their players are really athletic. Mm-hmm. They hustle. Their guards are super fast. Oh, my God. Do you see how they chase and pressure? And I love that. They pressure yeah. the ball the whole way down. Yes. And harass you. And that's a pain in the ass to deal with that. Right. You can't think about setting up a play. You're thinking about not getting stripped. Yeah. So, you know, you go, all right. First game, Kentucky. Calipari, you know. What yeah. is this? What's going on? You know? They overlooked them, and they, they beat them. And then you're like, they just keep rolling, man. Yeah. I mean, they said it this morning that before the tournament, they only beat two teams over 500 record the whole season until the tournament, St. Peter's. Really? Even mm-hmm. their own conference, though? Yeah, the whole season. Wow. The whole season. And then I was listening to Ray Dittinger uh, yesterday on WIP, and he's awesome. And they said something like they were interviewing one of the parents, like, "Hey, you guys, you guys scared for your kids for being in the tournament?" And he goes, "We fucking live in Jersey City. We ain't scared of nothing." And Jersey City is a nice area. Yeah, it's right across from New York. There. Yeah, you I know. know, it's like we're from Jersey City. We're not scared of anything. That's a dump of a school, though. <laughs> they, they, that school is smaller. And he said, "He goes, St. Peter's, St. Joe's makes." St. Peter's look like, you know, or St. Peter's makes St. Joe's look like Penn State because it's that's even smaller than St. Joe's. Yeah. And St. St. Joe's is a nice campus. I like that but campus. But it's small. It's it tiny. is small. It is. So St. Peter's is even smaller than that. I was telling Sue, I was like, Sue's never been to Penn State. Hmm. And I said, if you took her sinus, which where she went, I said, which is a nice campus, right? Hmm. It's, a, it's really, I said, and then times that times 10. You'd have Penn State. I said, if you took where our sinus is in Collegeville and you stretched that out to skip back, that's Penn State. Yeah. I said, it's, it's cool. that big. And she goes, what? 
I said, yep. Well, she'll find out. You're going to have to go up there and visit and walk. And there's no, yeah. I, I always enjoyed going to another school, another campus, and walk the campus. and kind of. Me too. I've always you know, like, done wow, that. This is really nice. Yeah. You know? And most, most college campuses are nice. I, I can't think of one that's not. Yeah, I, you're that right. I visited. Yeah, I've, I've been to a ton because that's yeah. what I would do when I travel. Yeah. Like, go check out college campuses. That's what mm-hmm. I would do. It was weird. Yeah. You know? It was like what I did. I wasn't, uh, yeah. what was the guy that, <coughs> it was Ted Bundy. I wasn't Ted Bundy, but I would go there and I would oh, always. Jesus <laughs> a serial killer. <laughs> Checking out, hey, let's go to Florida State's uh, sorority house. No, but I would go With a to. a log in my hand. I would go to the college campuses when I traveled. Mm-hmm. And, um. You know, I, I would always go to a university bookstore yep. and get myself yep. a yeah, hat. Just or like such. we did at Rod Tech, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like right. Somebody said to me a couple of weeks ago, hey, Virginia Tech, and I had like the hat. I had yeah. a, hey, you went to Virginia Tech? I said, no, I just went to it a friend and yeah. bought some shit. You know, it's like Albuquerque, New Mexico. I had to go to the, what is the, it? Pit. the pit. The yeah, pit. So That's where NC State beat yeah. Houston. Yeah, you know, so it was like, it, God, I think about all the campuses yeah. I've been on. Um, NC State, my God, Durham yeah. down there, Duke, yeah. and yeah. those Southern schools seem to have Elon. I mean, I mm-hmm. walked the campus of Notre Dame, which is beautiful, absolutely beautiful. You know, they got the grotto, they got the Golden Dome, they got Touchdown Jesus, and all that yeah. stuff. Pitt, that's a nice school. As Michigan's much as a nice campus. Um, yeah, but you, you, you go to any campus, and most of them are very nice. But I do like the way Penn State is set up. Yeah, I really do. And so there we go. Anyway. Um, and then Miami and Kansas. I guess that I don't know which game is the night uh, game. The tonight. first game is Miami and Kansas. Okay. So the nightcap is Carolina and St. Peter's. But good showing by the ACC, right? They have three teams in a well. One's already in the Final Four, and they have two more that could get into the tonight. Final Four. All right. So UNC could be like eighty-five with three Big East teams, which would be amazing. I don't yep. think it's going to happen. I think Kansas is the better team than Miami. I think you're right, and I would love to see St. Peter's win. I would love it too. Um, what's UNC's coach Hubert Davis? Or? Hubert Davis, yep. yeah. But wouldn't he's that doing be an cool? amazing job. But wouldn't that be cool—a uh, rematch in the Final Four, Duke Carolina, and the snubbing of the handshake after the Duke uh, Carolina? If yeah. you remember that whole little story there, and yep. they beat the shit out of uh, Duke on uh, Coach, coach K's, K's last, last night. Camp, so a little revenge. How would that work though? Who plays who? Duke would play the winner of Carolina St. Peter's and, and uh Nova's gonna play either Kansas or Miami. Well Nova Kansas. Yeah. Because I think that's what it's gonna be. Yeah. And now without that Justin Moore. Yeah, that's gonna be tough. That's gonna be tough. Gonna be tough. But I like it. I think I think Nova can take down Kansas. Yeah, I mean they got a great coach. You know, that that's that's really in college in, in all the sports in college, that's really half the battle. You got a good coach, you have confidence. And right. he's a great coach. He really is. Yep. So then the NFL. Yeah. So it's a. Uh, I think it's just out of control right now with the money and shit. So, you know, uh, the Raiders make the deal. They trade and get uh, the. We talked about it last week. Oh, Adams, Adams Devontae, Devontae Adams. Adams yeah. Um, these quarterbacks getting all this money, mm-hmm. right? Um, not far. What the hell is that? Uh, Rogers, Rogers gets all that yeah. money oh, from the Packers. God. What a dick he is. And then he goes, oh, I want, I want Adams back. I want Adams back. Then he gets all the money. Adams can't afford. They can't afford exactly. To now Cleveland, right? Now Cleveland. Cleveland gave, gets that fucking asshole, men, and he's gonna be suspended for at least half the season. And you guarantee that money. Uh, yeah. And, and by and, the way, and the rest of the owners are like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Exactly. So now Kansas City has to go like all of a sudden Tyree. Tyree Kill's like, hey, Devontae Adams got this money, blah, blah, blah. He goes, and, and Mahomes what about me? is due for a big uh, contract. Well, he already got a big one. 
Did he? Yeah, they oh, extended him. Oh, did they? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Now they're he's probably looking to say, hey, yep. I've won Super Bowls. This guy hasn't won shit. Why don't yep. you make mine guaranteed? Exactly. So, I mean, two hundred forty million guaranteed. Guaranteed for, for a guy, guy who's, who's going to miss at least half this season. Jesus Christ! So, whatever. I whatever. But it, I think the NFL is out of control right yes. now. So, and meanwhile, the Eagles they resign every bum on the fucking street. I, I know, man. I, I don't know. Why not just drive up and down North Broad, giving out fucking resigning bonuses? Any dude you the, see. I don't have a problem with, uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad they brought the running back Boston Scott back. I right? like Scott, yes. I, I don't know why they haven't brought back uh, Howard. Um, I like Howard, back. too. Bring him back, too. He was the best running back last year. I don't understand Barnett. He sucks. I don't understand that. It's if like, I was going to bring back Cox, I'd have brought him back for half of his contract because he played shitty. I still don't understand. Nobody... Nobody in the NFL was going to sit there and say, "Hey, we got a, we got fourteen million. Come over here, Fletcher Cox." Exactly. I that's was, a big mistake. I, by I heard uh, on the radio they were talking to Mike Lombardi, who's a former GM, and that's exactly what he said. He goes, "When you re-sign somebody, the first thing you got to find out is who's your competition and what are they going to offer." And he goes, "Who else? Like you just said, who else is going to offer him fourteen million? And if the answer is nobody, then you don't give him fourteen million. Fuck you, no. you take it down to ten and say, who's giving him ten? Nobody. Nine, eight, seven. And you find the tipping point to say, okay, now we got some competition. That's when you make an offer. Right. No one was getting. No one in the league was. Where was the? This bump what was the urgency up. for? Like none. You think about it. Uh, so and, and what what is he? That's the other mistake. By the way, that's the other mistake the Eagles make. It's what you do in fantasy football. What I do in fantasy football when I draft, I look at. I have a thing, and I go, all right, who hasn't drafted a quarterback? If everybody's drafted a quarterback, I'll wait. I keep waiting to draft my quarterback because I know I'm going to get who I want way later in the draft unless somebody already picks their second quarterback, which would be stupid. I'm going to beat his ass anyway. I'm just like, so I look at positions. Oh, this guy's already had four running backs. He doesn't need another running back. I can sit. I don't have to jump on this guy now. I can wait a couple of rounds. Mm-hmm. You know, you just go like, so the Eagles got to sit there and go, all right, who needs a defensive tackle right now in the NFL and would be willing to get him? But when the Eagles are drafting this year, what are we, 15, 16, 18, whatever, right? When you're looking at that pick, instead of picking a Jalen Rieger when they did, they could have gotten that guy probably late second round. People weren't – he wasn't on their board that high. Why do the Eagles continue to fall in love with guys and overrate people? You just don't do that in a draft, certainly not in the first round of a draft. And and the stories I hear, it's – what's his name? Uh, Laurie. Who does that shit? He falls in love with somebody and says, "We got to get this guy because he made one great play when he was watching TV or some shit." You can't do that, man. But the other ten it's plays he bad. missed, he sucks. You, when you're in the first round of an NFL draft, you take the best available player at that time, right. unless you don't have a need at that spot. Right. I don't know how many picks the uh, Eagles have in the second round. One. Just one. Just one. Okay. So they're, they you know, and, I, and I don't mean to promote all these Penn Staters, but there's, they, they, they're going to get banged for their buck if they are patient. Like this Dotson guy is dropping because his 40 time was bad, but this kid doesn't drop a fucking thing. So what was his 40 time? When you say bad. 4-5-2. Okay, so 4-5-40 for the NFL. What did uh, the, the kid at what Cooper Cup run? That was what? Jerry Rice's time. Yeah, just, just give me the hard work as the guys Dotson can ca- catch a fucking paper cup in a hurricane. Mm-hmm. That kid don't drop shit. 
Yeah. And then they need a safety. And for whatever reason, this Brisker kid dropped. This kid is like a linebacker so who covers like a corner. Somebody's going to want like that. like a fucking truck. Somebody's going to have a need at one of those three picks. So you drop back. Wait. Drop yeah. back. Get a second rounder. Yeah. Go. All right. I'll give you. Give me a two and a three for our first. And the thing is, you don't want all these first round picks because it's going to cost you. Yeah. Like I would say, is all right. You know, somebody's going to need. All right. Give me your. We'll flip flop our first this year. Give me a second later this year. Yes. And then get a couple of these guys. Fuck, dude, you be, and I should be GMs. Yeah, no shit. Howie, you suck. Cox, $14 million. I saw him. I'm like, that's a joke. It is a joke. What are so, you, buddies with him or something? And then Barnett, I mean. Barnett. I, 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 I thought that was a misprint. But he's a liability. He is a liability. Why the fuck? We, two years they've resigned him for. Yeah. Fuck. I mean, he's not a horrible player. He's just a liability because he does stupid shit. He's always getting penalties. He has, but okay, he's an average. He's an average than sacks. He did. I think he had two sacks last year or something. Yeah, I don't know, something like, like that. Five offsides in like one game. Yeah, so he's got to beat the count to get those two sacks, and we just overpaid for him. Uh, he's not yeah. horrible. He's a decent run stopper. Yeah, well, but he's bump, bump him in the tackle, build he, him up. A he's bit. average to below average. And by the way, when people say, "Well." <clears throat> It's good that they resign him because he's in our he knows our system. We fucking had a system that we had in place for one year, and it was a brand new system. And the, Who the system fuck cares? sucks. It was like they first and ten, and they're twenty yards off the receiver. Oh, stupidity, man! Or if they're on the fucking red zone, they're in the back of the end zone, giving them the front corner. What are you fucking stupid with this Gannon guy? Yeah. So yeah, oh, man, don't get me started on that. Yeah, uh, I, I was hoping he was going to get a uh, head coaching job at University of Stupid. Yeah, I thought, I thought for some reason I don't know people, but uh, somehow he must have. I'm sure the guy interviews well. He's probably oh, he probably does. Yeah. So, and then um, I know we talked about it last week—the signing of Castellanos and Schwarber and and last week. So the Phillies have inked the deals with them now. Yep, yep. yep. They both had press conferences. I thought they were pretty cool. I actually listened to both press conferences. The one kid from the Reds, what's his name? Castellanos. Nick Castellanos. He's awesome, dude. He wants to be awesome. He's a grinder. He's He's a grinder. You know. And the other guy's tough. He reminds me of uh, Incavelia. And he exactly. And he doesn't like to lose. That's what you want. You want guys who don't. don't, They they hate losing, and they want to be the best they possibly can. And that makes everybody around you better because. It's compli- going to make, yeah. what's his name, uh, Bryce Harper Harper better. Yeah, Bryce Harper is what he is. He's the, NFL, he's the Major League Baseball MVP last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so even if Bryce goes down a little bit, yeah. which he won't because now he's got protection around him and hitting. And he's, he's got that competition. Yeah. Hey, hey Bryce on, is just on. not a great fielder. No, neither is the other guys. Well, Cassianos is good. Is he a good fielder? Yeah, he's oh, good. Okay. Schwarber's not. Somebody, yeah, Schwarber's not a good fielder. The third baseman sucks. DD sucks. DD's terrible. Yes. DD's a horrible shortstop. Yeah. Hoskins can't catch shit at first. It's like yeah. our defense sucks. Yeah. Somebody was saying that uh, they should have the outfitters out in the outfield with helmets because they're that bad. <laughs> and then a double in center. I, I mean, I still oh, think we can get oh, a better center fielder. Yeah, they're going to start off with that young guy. Oh, are they? Yeah, because Abdul's hurt. Oh, good. He's Fuck. out for like a month. Kick him in the fucking balls. Yeah. Piece of shit. Yeah. Um, but they should be fun to watch. I mean, they won 82 games dude. last year, and now there's an extra team in there. So if they do a little bit, get to 86, 87 wins, they should get to the playoffs. They, if that team gets in the playoffs, they could do some damage. They're not going to win it all, but they could do some damage. They got, uh, what is his name? Eflin's coming back. 
right? The, the, he had that knee injury. He's coming yeah. back. He's rehab his way back. Nola's still, I mean, he, I mean, it's early in spring training, but Nola's getting banged around already. Mm, that's not good. It was not good because the second half last year, he really sucked. He, they say he runs out of gas. Yeah. It's just, and that's not so, good come playoffs. Yeah, no, they're, so they're going to have to like get to about to the trading deadline and pick a couple guys up. Exactly. Now their <coughs> their bullpen is something I really like. Sir Anthony's back, dude, and he looks great. Well, they signed two guys that that aren't bad. Yeah, man. Should help them up. The bullpen's good, and you know it's one of those things now where you don't have we don't have to have starters that eat innings because we've got such a deep bullpen. Right. Um, I'm okay with that. You know, okay. if. Wheeler had such a great la- – he showed yeah. with Cy Young last year. And the thing you know? is, <clears throat> with Dombrowski, you're never going to have a good farm system because he's always getting rid of those Phillies guys. have never play. had a good farm system. But they're not going to have anything. He Phillies haven't had a good farm system since the 70s. Right. Well, Seriously. With Dombrowski, they struggled Dombrowski in the 80s. destroyed the Red Sox farm system who always had a good farm system. But now they've rebuilt it back up. I was going to say, they have. Now they have. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. – you know what? At least Dombrowski and Harper – I think Harper really played a role but in this Dombro- Castellanos. Yeah, Dombrowski wants to go for it. He wants to go for it. So yeah, that I got the you. owners to open up he's those got, pockets. He's got at least two. He's got two rings. He's got one for the Marlins, one for the Sox. So. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, all right, so news from the week. Sad news from the week. They get, the two troopers got killed yeah. last Sunday. Sad on 95, right? Yeah, so, I mean, do you know the whole story behind it? There was somebody walking up 95. Okay, so let me before that. Go ahead. No, good. If you know the story, say it. I, I, I kind of know the story, but I don't know the whole so story. So before that, they pull, those two troopers pull the girl over. The one who killed them? Yes. I didn't know that. They stop her. She was going 110, apparently. So, and they get this. So I guess when you get uh, a call or whatever, there's levels of you got to go. And it was somebody is, people are swerving around. There's a person on walking on 95. So they had to leave and go to get this guy. I don't know. that. No. And then she hits them. They had stopped her. Wow. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, really? Like, you talk about, my God, just the worst possible thing. And that accident scene was just horrible. So... Um, but Brandon Siska, who went to Perkiom Valley, where Luke goes, he graduated from Perkiom Valley. Part he was of the, one of the troopers. Yes, he was one of the troopers, um, <clears throat> and also is oh a trap uh, fire. I fire saw company. that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So wow, fucking sad. That's, that's, you know, and I think is, his wife's pregnant with the first kid. And then oh, the, of course. The second oh, one was uh, a guy in Martin Mack was the other one. Um, but anyway, it sucks, and uh, it was horrible to see. So absolutely. Um, feel bad, you know, state <clears throat> troopers. You know, uh, you got a tough job. All these guys have tough, and girls have tough jobs. They do, and it's you know, police right now. I, you know, you, you hate yeah. to you hate to see anything like that. Um, but just my God, when you think about they had they had pulled her over. I didn't know that part. I was like, what? Did you see the? Because uh, Sue and I said because we knew she got pulled over, and then. Let go. We had no idea it was those two. When we heard that, I, I was like, holy shit. I, man. I, I knew the part about somebody walking up 95 and somebody was saying a person was walking from the airport. They didn't have a ride or something like that. There's back roads you can walk up along 95. I, I have no idea. Yeah. What the, I mean, we'll never know what that was about. But yeah, but, unless yeah, the family. I, I did see the scene. I don't know if you saw the scene on the news where they were taking them out of the mortuary 
and all the cops, state troopers and Philly cops, lined the next day. Oh, out of respect, they? like three or four blocks worth of shoulder to shoulder, state troopers and Philly cops. Wow. To show respect to the two. Yeah. Horrible. It is horrible. horrible. Yeah. It is horrible. So, uh, and then did you see, I mean, Morty posted that thing about that 14-year-old boy? Mm-mm. I didn't see it. Okay, so Morty posted that on the Idiots chat. Um, he was down in Orlando. I don't know where. I think he was from Missouri or something like that. I don't know, somewhere. And um, he was down there, and they were at one of the parks in Orlando. And he was on this uh, ride where it shoots up. It's a brand new ride. It shoots mm-hmm. you up, whatever. But this kid was 14 years old, Jimmy. He was six foot four, 370 pounds. Holy God. So apparently, whatever it was, the harness or whatever wouldn't pull all the way down. So they wouldn't let him on. Okay. It was the first ride he actually got on all day. Like all the other rides. Well, the way this new ride is, it takes you way up in the air. And then it like forces you down facing the ground. And I guess his harness wasn't in. And he fell from the top oh, all the way oh, down. Man. And was killed. But I'm like six foot four, 300 and some pounds. 14 at 14 years old. old. Oh, I'm like... God. I'm like, this kid was going to be a pro football player. <laughs> You're that fucking big, dude. Wow. That sucks. Come on. So all that bad news. I'm, I'm sorry <clears throat> yeah, to, yeah, to yeah, the yeah. news of the week is just yeah, bad yeah, this week. Yeah. Um, so back to some good news. The Sixers. Did, did you ever bring up that? Remember I sent you that a Florida man story I was telling you about? Uh, yeah, that should be, we should do remember a Florida man. One? Yeah. That one was fucking hot. When I saw that, I thought, I was like, I, we got to put this one on. Oh, this is awesome. This, uh, huh. I just pick up, as I pick up my phone to do that Florida man, because I still have it up Yeah. my thing. But um, this lady who was running the, she's the associate dean of Earth and Mineral Sciences. Oh, okay. So when she did this presentation for the parents on Friday night, and it was so amazing. I walked up to her afterwards, and I said, hey, could you share that? And, he, and um, I said it within earshot of everyone else, and she went like this to me, like, give me a second. And then she called me over and she says, give me your information. And I was like, I didn't get anything. And I was like, oh, man, bummer. I'm like, I guess she just didn't want to share it. Because mm-hmm. I want to show Sue like how amazing this presentation mm-hmm. is. And so I hate to steer away from that again and go back to Penn State. But mm-hmm. I will real quick just because I looked at that while I'm looking for this Florida man story. Because yeah. we got to read this Florida man That's story. Because it's a classic. That's I still have so she shared your, the presentation? She shared the PowerPoint. Ah, I funny. forgot about this one part because I was like, this is so amazing. They have this thing called Teams. T. Sorry. T-E-E-M-S, right? So what they do is on August 16th this year, uh, freshmen arrive on whatever it is, August 20th, 19th, 20th, whatever. So they bring the um, Earth and Mineral Sciences, bring the kids in early. And they have their arrival day on the 16th instead of the 19th, whatever. Mm And everybody in there, the upperclassmen, help all the freshmen move into their dorms and everything. Yeah. Yep. And then they go three nights camping at this lake. Oh, really? Yeah. To bond right away. So everybody gets to know everybody in the majors. And you get to know your incoming freshmen together. Nice. And I'm like, that's fucking awesome. You know? That's cool. Yeah. So good stuff, man. Yeah. yeah, And he's very fortunate. so. So I can see why he really likes it. Yeah. I mean... Penn State's an amazing school, um, but this program is top-notch. Wow. So, um, yeah, let's do this Florida man real quick. 
because this is this is the Jimmy Florida man. Oh my god! I saw this one a couple of weeks ago. Like you gotta be fucking kidding me! And of course, it starts off Florida man. I'm like, okay, Florida man you. calls 911 for meth quality check. It doesn't end well for him. It was a humanitarian gesture gone wrong, depending on <laughs> upon who you ask. Florida man called 911 to ask for a quality check on the meth he had just bought, saying he wanted to protect others from buying the fake product. Police obliged, coming to his door and testing the meth, which was legit, and arresting him. The call came in to Hernando County Sheriff's Office around 7 p.m. Thursday, the department said in a statement. Upon arrival, deputies met with Thomas Eugene Colucci. Colucci told deputies he had recently purchased methamphetamine from a male he met in a local bar, and after having used it for a bit, he believed it was actually bath salts. Colucci went on to tell deputies he was an experienced drug user, having used methamphetamine many times in the past. And I know what it should feel like. He brought out the suspect products, two small bags containing white crystalline substance, and handed him over explaining that the substance had not provided the sensation he'd been inspecting. Worried that other people might buy the fake meth from the same person and determined to protect fellow contraband buying human beings. Uh, Colucci wanted the meth tested and its seller held accountable for irregularities. Colucci wanted deputies to put the person in trouble for selling dangerous drugs. However, he was unable to provide a name or any contact info for this individual. Police said, as as requested, the deputy performed the field test on the sample, the white crystal-like substance from each baggie, the substance from both baggies tested positive for meth. Uh, Colucci was 41, was charged with possession of meth and two counts of possessing drug paraphernalia. Uh, and that's it. <laughs> and then, didn't they put out a disclaimer, anyone else who would yeah, like their if stuff? if you or someone you know have doubts about the authenticity of any us. illegal no, narcotics <laughs> you have on hand or any obtained from another person, the Hernando County Sheriff's Office is pleased to provide this service Free of charge. <laughs> we'll gladly come out and arrest you. That is a classic oh, Florida man. I saw that. I was like, oh, I got to show more on this one. Yeah, it's good stuff. So the Sixers beat the Lakers on Wednesday. Good. And then they took down the other LA team on Friday. Clippers, yeah. Clippers, and then they play the Suns. So we get a good test tonight. Ooh, the Suns. Yeah, it's 6 tough. o'clock tonight. So That's going to be a tough one. That's going to be a tough one. And now it's the best the team Nets, in the NBA uh, right now. Yeah. And the Nets, now they the, the New York has... Uh, Kind of, you know, they relaxed it. their uh, mandate of uh, letting athletes and actors who aren't vaccinated play. Which is good. I mean, look, good for Kyrie. Right? Kyrie, yeah, whatever. And, you play. know, so they've been playing well. They are playing they well. They're a dangerous team. Well. He's freaking, he's. And they're moving up. He's a said. weirdo, but he's good. Mm-hmm. He is good. So that is what it is. Yep. All right, ready for Dead or Alive? We haven't done this yep. in a while. Yep. Uh-oh, who we killing off? Booger, you're done. Bookman dead. Bookman dead. Bookman is dead. He is dead. All right, the first one played a kicker in a movie. Oh, Kathy Ireland? Nope. She was hot. She's still um, hot. This one had her time where she was hot. She's a little fucking wacky. Sean Young. Oh, Ray Lace Finkel. is out there. <laughs> uh, she was smoking hot. She was. She, went, she was in stripes. She, oh, yes, yeah, she, she was. She was one of the military police's stripes. And then for whatever reason, she wanted to and be And she was in that movie, No Way Out. 
She bangs her. She was. She was banging Woo! Kevin Costner and Gene Hackman, which is disgusting. Um, yeah, she was smoking hot back then. She was back then. Laces out, Dan. Laces out. <laughs> and then her mom made the cookies. Look, laces out. Laces out. So Sean Young. I will say Sean Young is alive. She is alive. She's 62 years old and yeah. not looking good anymore. I bet. She went, you know, when you go kooky, shit happens. She's crazy as fuck, man. Uh, yeah. Never fuck crazy. <laughs> I know. That, Actually, that shit don't wash off. It's, it's pretty good. Uh, anyway, how about Rutger Hauer? Oh, Rutger Hauer is awesome. And the, Hitch, the Hitcher? That's a great movie. And he keeps picking the kid up. I love that where, Was that one where they were on the CV and they were fucking with him? Or? No, no, that's uh, Joyride. That's something else. Uh, okay. That's the guy, the voice is the guy from Silence of the Lambs. So the Hitcher, he picks... Uh, He's a hitchhiker and they pick him up and he... Fucks with him and oh, oh man, he was amazing in that movie. That's, I will say, I remember own, when that was on HBO. Yeah, like, way years back ago. in the day. And he's always playing. He's a great bad guy. He's good. I'll say he's still alive. Rutger Hauer died. Oh, 2019 at 75. Great actor, uh, though, man. Great actor. Yeah, yeah he's just scary looking. Man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just because you always think of it. Rutger was it the Hitcher Howard. or Hitchhiker? It was the Hitcher. I think it was Hitcher. Yeah, I think it was called the Hitcher. And yeah. and the and in the guy, the the young guy was your boy from the the volleyball movie. Oh, you're right. Um, e. Thomas Howe or yeah. C. Thomas, C. C. Thomas, Thomas Howe. Howe. C. Thomas Howe, yeah. yeah. Who, by the way, remember Soul Man? He played in blackface. Oh, my God. I couldn't do that today. And uh, <laughs> who is his love interest to that but uh, Ray Don Chong. Oh, wow. Ooh, she was good so call. Yeah, what happened to Sally? I had to let him go. <laughs> I had to let him go. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, C. Thomas Howe. Okay. He was the and uh, he was like scared shitless now. He was young in that movie, The yeah. Hitcher. Yeah. Who was the other one in it? It was it was his brother or something, right? I, I can't yeah, remember. God, that's a good movie. I'm gonna watch that again. All right, how about Edward James Almost? I'll say he's still alive. He's alive, he's seventy five. Yeah. He, what was that movie he was in with uh Lou Diamond Phillips with uh Oh uh Very uh, good movie. By he the way. was a math teacher. Yes. Uh, stand by me. Stand something. Stand. It wasn't stand by me. No. Stand. Stand, stand and deliver. Stand and deliver. He was a math teacher, and that's yes. a true story. It is a true, South Central yeah. Los Angeles. Yes. And yes, he got. Yes. And remember, and they didn't believe their test scores. And they made him redo it. And Andy Garcia's in it. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, you know, hey, you see these Hispanic names? I'm a Hispanic. Goes, F you, Johnny. I see you on the street. I'm kicking your ass. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That was a great movie. Yeah. True story. Yeah. Good, yeah and good then one. he was in something. Wasn't he in a cop show? In the eighties, what was that shit? No, I'm thinking about somebody else now. But he was—he was—he was very good. Do you he know might his... have been in Miami Vice as the boss. Yes, he was in he Miami was the Vice boss. as the boss. He was Tubbs and the other guy's boss. Yes, very good that you said that. Because uh, do you know who his wife is? No. Never James Holmes. No. Lorraine Bracco from Sopranos. Get out of here. Doctor Doctor Milfy. Doctor Milfy. That's Edward James Holmes. Oh, wife. get out of here. Yeah, she dead or alive. Dr. Milfy is alive. Dr. Milfy is alive. She's 67. Oh, she's not old. She was young in uh, Goodfellas. Yes. And I just saw The Many Saints of Newark. <laughs> What'd you think? It was okay. It was just okay. It was okay. It wasn't okay. great, but I mean, I've heard yeah. people say how awful it is. It, it's not bad. It's yeah. watchable. I, I've watched... I the had thing is, better I've watched expectations. It few, I, I did too. But I've heard it a few times, and there's a few lines from the movies or from the show that, that sticked out like, hey, I remember them saying that in the show. Yeah, I mean, the kid was good. The kid the kid was good, and the guy who played Dickie Malasani was good. He was great. And then Junior was a dick. Yeah. I think Junior, Junior was gay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's what a jerk. So good. Um, so, yeah, the Miami Vice connection. Philip Michael Thomas. Yeah. 
Philip McGee Thomas. Oh, oh, the guy who played Tubbs. Tubbs. No, he was. T- he wasn't. Oh, I'll say he's alive. He's alive. He's seventy-two. Yeah. Hasn't probably done anything since then. How about uh, Don Johnson? He's alive. Uh, Tin Cup. Tin Remember? Cup. Yeah, he was in Tin Cup. Yep. Yeah, that's a great movie. Uh, he's seventy-two. How about Diane Keaton? Diane Keaton. Oh, uh, from uh, what was that Woody Allen movie back in the day? Annie Hall. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she was Diane Keaton, wasn't she? Was she in Godfather? She no, Diane. She was she uh, Michael's uh, wife. I'll, I'll say wow. she's alive. Uh, Diane Keaton is alive. She's seventy six years old. Okay. Uh, you did mention him, Michael. Who? Uh, no, Woody Allen. Woody Allen's alive. He's still banging fucking teenagers at it. Fucking little fucking fucker. Woody, uh, Sung Ju Lee or some shit. I don't know. Fucking right wingtip shoe. I don't know. Sung Yoon. He, he left his wife for Sung Yoon. Sung Yoon. Mia Farrah from Mia uh, Farrah. Rosemary. Uh, Very I was going to put Bay. her in here, but I figured you'd know her situation. But All right. How about Charles Manson? Dead. Finally dead. Yeah, he died. I was just watching uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood where the Manson family attacked the wrong house and they fucked them up. Yeah. Brad Pitt beat the hell out of him. Here's something I found intriguing. He died the same year as my father. He was the same age as my dad. Who? Charles Manson. Really? I'm like, I always thought my dad, like, I always thought he was way younger, Charles Manson. I can't believe he was the same age as my father. Hmm. Because, you know what, I thought he was like a 60s hippie, you know, like. Well, well, hold on. So he would have been, what, 30-something in the. Yeah, he was born in 1934. Okay, so he so that's probably why those young people followed him. He was a little older. He was older. So yeah. you think about it. Talking all that craziness. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> what did that happen in the 70s, right? Sharon Tate? That was like the, was that, the, it was either the late 60s or early 70s. Okay. It's like 68, 69, or 70. All right, so he would have been what? Then? 36, 34. Okay, yeah, I guess. And, and those girls, they were all like 20-something. Right, so let's talk about them. Squeaky from. I think I think Squeaky Farm's still alive. Squeaky Farm didn't she alive. try to kill Ford? She shot she Ford. She did. Squeaky Farm, that fucking crazy yeah. bitch. Yep. How the fuck did she get out of that and then try to kill a president? I know, right? Yeah, she was nuts. Uh, seventy-three years old. Okay. Yeah, they were. So she's seventy-three. So she was like twenty-something back then. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's very good. Yeah, she would have been like twenty something. She might have. She might have even been, been younger. Guy. She yeah. might have been in her teens. So she's seventy three now. So she. So she was twenty three and seventy two, and that happened like sixty nine. She's definitely in her twenties. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. How about Charles Grodin? Dead. Yeah. Dead. Charles Grodin just died. He died at eighty six years old. Yeah, that dry humor. Oh man, what was that movie he was in where? Uh, Midnight Run with uh, oh, Robert so, De Niro. That's a great movie. I love that fucking movie. Come love on. that movie. Let's... What's up with you in that watch? Come on, tell me the story. <laughs> I hate the fly. Yeah, my. He was in another movie with. Um, he was Min- in. He was in those Chevy Chase movies too with uh, yeah. Goldie Hawn. He's good. I he like was him. always dry. He was in uh, that movie uh, Dave with the, what's his name who impersonated the president, and he was his buddy. Right. How about Dean Jones? From, uh, oh, from all the Disney movies. Yes, very good. Oh, yeah. He was in the Herbie and all that yep, stuff. Yep, Herbie Love And then Love. he was also in Patriot Games with uh, uh, Harrison, Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford, correct. I'll say he's still alive. He died in 2015 at 84. Oh, wow. That's it for our Dead Alive. You did very good today. Okay. You only got two wrong. Rutger Hauer, 
And um, danger. Danger. Let's see who's who's gonna die. I don't who's know. Who's that squeaky from? Hopefully that crazy. Squeaky from. <laughs> squeaky crazy. She'll All right. Up. She'll show up at my house tonight. I have to fuck her up. She's probably in jail, Jim. All right, so we're down to the Sweet 16 all of right. our all-time NCAA bracket. All right, all right. So we're going to go out west first and see okay. who wins the west region. We're going to okay. get it down to the Final Four today. All right, sounds good. So the first matchup in the west region is UCLA from 1972, mm-hmm. Bill Walton, versus the 1968 Lou Alcindor UCLA team. I am going to go with... I'll go with the 72 UCLA team because they had they had a couple of yes. really good pros. They had Walton, Jamal Wilkes, they had Henry Bibby, yep. they had Lynn Shackelford, they had some nice ball Didn't players. Didn't Bibby play in the, uh, Olympic, and the Olympic team, right? Was he on that Olympic team? I know that Doug no, Collins, Doug Collins, Doug was, Collins was on that I Olympic think, team. I, thought, I don't know why I thought And he Bibby went to like Illinois team. State or something, some small school. Oh, Doug Collins did? Doug Collins. Okay. But he was phenomenal, yeah. His son's a coach, right? His son played at Duke, and now he's a coach at Northwestern, I believe. Yeah, I saw him talking last night yeah, before he's, the game he's a good about. Coach. Yeah, so the one seed going chalk there. One okay. seed, UCLA, right. seventy-two UCLA. Uh, somehow in this bracket, all the old school teams lasted. Yeah, I'm old school. I'm old school. What can I say? It's funny. So um, the two seed in this bracket is the nineteen seventy-four NC State Wolfpack. Okay, David Thompson. Uh, versus the three seed. 1966 Texas Western. I got to go with NC State 74. David Thompson's going to moonwalk over those guys. Right. He's probably as tall as her center. 74. NC's moonwalking. That's a great one. Yeah. All right. So down to the East bracket. All right. Uh, the 1982, the number one seed in this bracket. Ooh. 1982. Oh, oh, oh. University right. of North Carolina Tar Heels versus the five seed, the 2007 Florida Gators. Sorry, Coach guys, you beating Jordan and Worthy and Sam Perkins and Jimmy Black. Yeah. Sorry. 82 UNC, moving on. So here we go. This should be great. I don't know All what right. you're going to do All here. Right. Here we go. Jimmy's favorite team. Who's that? The 14th seeded 1983 NC oh, State Wolfpack. My boys. Versus the 1991 UNLV Running Rebels. Got to go with the running reps. <laughs> sorry, oh, sorry, Wittenberg. If you're out there listening, I loved you guys, you and Sydney Lowe, but sorry. Yeah. The Tark. Tark. Tark biting on that. He's going to be biting on that tail when he sees you. He's got to play that, next. Did you see that Lakers thing where the Tark was about to be a coach and his boy got assassinated and they left him in a trunk? No. You didn't see the Lakers thing about Magic and his No, guys? I saw the first two episodes. What? I think it was the third episode. Oh, they were going to sign. Oh, sorry. Uh, that's all right. You didn't bullshit. <laughs> I, I, in, and out, in and out. All right. Up to the North region. All right. The 1992 Coach K's best team Ooh, ever, Duke Blue Devils, yep. the one seed, versus the 1993 North Carolina Tar Heels, the five seed, or the 12 seed. I'll have to go with uh, Coach K and the 92 team. That, that team was tough, and by that time, they really had their shit together, and they were a machine. That was a great team. <clears throat> they were a machine. They just knew the year play. after they played Grant UNLV. Hill, yeah, Grant Hill, Bobby Hurley, they had it going on. Yeah, that was, a, that was a great team. That was probably when his program was running at its best. All right, uh, the bottom half of that bracket, the 1985 Georgetown Hoyas, the Ooh, three seed. Yep. Versus the 1987 Indiana Hoosiers. I'll take the 85 uh, Hoyas because they goddamn near were good. They could have very easily won it. Yeah. That's a great team. All right. Down to the <laughs> south bracket. This is an unbelievable matchup. This okay. could be our first upset. All right. 
this could be the first time you go away from chalk. All right. The 1976 one seed, 1976 oh, Indiana Hoosiers. They're good. Versus the 1983 five slam the four seed Houston Cougars. Now, let, let me remind you. Now, that Houston team, they went to three Final Fours. They went in 82, 83, and 84. And they were always loaded. The one hindrance that that Houston team had was their coach Guy V. Lewis? He could not. <laughs> he could not out coach Bobby Knight. I'll go with seventy six. Oh, Bobby chalk. Knight is a, a a strength to a team. All right, that guy was smart as shit. All right, and in the bottom half of this bracket, <clears throat> this is an incredible match. This All is right. a game I would love to see. All right, I got to be honest. This All would right. be such a fun game to watch. Nineteen eighty five, Villanova Wildcats, the fourteenth seed versus okay. the fifteenth seed, two thousand ten Butler. Butler Bulldogs. I think Butler Bulldogs. Uh, and, you know, the, the Nova back then played just like, kind of like Nova last night. Yeah. Control, slow, ugly, good yeah, defense. Yeah, but they shot the lights out. Uh, well, they did that that night. Yeah. But normally they don't. I'll go with 85 Nova. 85 Nova. Beat- when they beat the 85 Hoyas who, was, who kept going. So, yeah. Wow. All right. And that's our Elite Eight. Now we got to get to one Let's more. Let's go round. to the Final Four. Here All we right, go. Here we go. In the West Region, <clears throat> the one seed, 1972 UCLA Bruins. Yep. Versus the second seeded North Carolina State Wolfpack. 74 now, from 1974. Now, the 74 NC State team did knock out Bill Walton in 74. But in 72, he had Silk and Henry Bibby, and I'll go with UCLA. So Jamal Wilkes is on the team. Jamal Wilkes is wow. on that team too. So yeah, no, I, mean, I like that. You know, you, you may beat John Wooden sometimes, but you ain't gonna beat him all the time. All right. This makes for in the crowd. Here we go. In the East, the one seed versus the two seed. The nineteen eighty two North Carolina Tar Heels versus the nineteen ninety one UNLV Running Rebels. Sorry, Rebs. Jordan is going to slam the shit on him. Uh, you guys might have a cute name, the Running Rebs, but they got Jordan and Worthy. All right. And Sam Perkins. So there we go. Half of our Final Four is there. All right. In the North bracket, 92 Duke Blue Devils. Oof, okay. Versus the 85 Georgetown Hoyas, the one seed versus the three seed. Uh, well, you know, later in them dudes beat down Shaq, they'll beat down Patrick. Sorry, oh, Duke's 92 Duke. On. 92 Duke. This is a great bracket. This is an unbelievable Final Four. All right, here we go. And in the bottom half, South Bracket, Indiana, the 1976 undefeated Indiana Hoosiers, staying undefeated, versus the 1985 Villanova Wildcats, the 14th seeded. Now, I'm a hometown guy. I love my big five. But, Raleigh, you ain't out coaching Bobby Knight. I'm moving with the 76 Indiana Hoosiers. 76 Indiana Hoosiers. Who, by the way, had NBA players Scott May, Kent Benson, and Quinn Buckner. I just want to say that the four teams that made it to the Final Four in our all-time bracket are all number one seeds. So, I got it right. So yeah, so kudos to you. But then look at look at first of all look at the programs and look at the coaches. Yeah, all time coaches: John wow. Wooden, Coach K, Dean Smith, Bobby Bobby. Knight. Programs: UCLA, Carolina, Duke, and Indiana. Wow. I mean, you, wow is right now. Those games are going to be. <laughs> are you kidding? Me? 
Oh wow! So you're not going to. You got something to do for the next uh, uh, week. It's, it's hard to outcoach any of those four guys. <laughs> yeah, so that's great. So our final four is set. Next week we will learn our champion of the all-time NCAA tournament. Absolutely, absolutely. All right. Um, IQ question for the week, oh, Jimmy. Well, here we go. I, I was getting an earful about the IQ question last week. Oh, did you? Oh yeah. Oh, when we went to the party. Oh yeah, something about. The one, the, the one I got right, he didn't agree with. Well, the football one. Well, you got two in a row. You got the one last week, right? I know. Well, <coughs> he had a lot of different scenarios, which were all pretty. In I mean, depth. they were good yeah. arguments. I mean, I think the the couple of them about like the sports one. That, that's a yeah. kind of anyone. That's your choice on how you it explain is. it. Right. I mean, but the you got the ultimate correct answer because it was about the ball and or True. having something in your hand. True. But anyway. This week's IQ question. Hopefully it doesn't involve apples or kids getting off and on buses. Just give me some straight up fucking numbers here, would you? Here we go. There All are right. eight men sitting oh, here we go. on the couch. All right, eight guys on the couch. That's one big ass couch. Three legs break and six men leave. How many legs remain? There's eight men sitting on a couch. Three legs break and six men leave. How many legs remain? One. Talking about the legs of the couch, right? There are eight men sitting on a couch. Three legs break. Six men leave. How many legs remain? How many men? Eight men. Three legs break. Yep. Six men leave. And the eight men are sitting on the couch. Six men leave. Six of the men leave. So that leaves... Three legs break. Six men leave. How many legs remain? You're sticking with your one? I mean, what are we talking? Are we talking about the guy's legs? Are we talking about the legs of the fucking couch? So we were talking about both. I say one leg. All right. The answer is five. Two men remain and the one leg not broken on the couch. Okay, so it is five. Okay, five all right. You were close. I was close. See, if you just give me a straight-up fucking number thing, I'll get it. It's just fucking apples and baskets and dudes coming off of buses and couches. Look, and I, I'll hear all about, you know, Jimmy, I was taking my temperature, and that's how I came out. Oh, fucking Jesus Christ. Yeah. Whatever. I had to think. I I, I got to seek out these. And I think of you as I seek these out. Thanks. <laughs> I do. I like to keep you on your toes, oh, man. Oh, boy. Yeah, no shit. I'm all right. about how many legs on the couch. Here we go. Who wins? You ready? Mm-hmm. Not our Who Wins NCAA. We already did that. So this yeah. is our Who Wins. So I put together the football, baseball. I got okay. three in each. Okay. Football. Right. No, not baseball this week. I didn't do baseball. I did football, okay. basketball, and boxing again. Ooh. I think boxing I'm almost done of. I've been trying to well, We can retread some guys. You want to bring up some I know, of the I, old guys. It would be cool to do a tournament of that oh, shit. Oh, that'd be a good one. And you got to yeah. bring back some of the really old guys like Jack Johnson, who was tremendous. Yes, yes. Uh, all right, football, the first matchup. Okay, Oklahoma drill. Oklahoma drill, LaDainian Tomlinson okay. versus Lawrence Taylor. OLT. Yeah? Oh, RLT from the Giants. Mm-hmm. Uh, LT would fuck him up. LT versus I would, LT. I would like to see that. That would be a cool one, man. I think LT would hit him, knock him the fuck out, stand over him, and yell at him. Get up, let's do it again. He was good at rushing the quarterback. He, he I was, wouldn't want to I have thought that. Lawrence Taylor tackled high, and and I thought Ladainian Tomlinson yeah, could fight I, for that extra yardage. Yeah, you, you, put, for, you put that dude on a spot. I would not want to see it. That guy right. was mean. Here's our next matchup: John Riggins 
in an Oklahoma drill yes. in his prime. Okay. Versus Joey Porter, not Junior, Joey Porter. We're gonna go see Junior this year, buddy. Oh, Junior's good, by the way. God, he would be. You know, they could put thirty pounds on. And him. by the he way, we're staying overnight. We're gonna stay a weekend this time. Where are we gonna stay though? We gotta make it now. I already. I, I know. I do want to make it now. I actually now that Luke is committed, I want to focus in on a summer game like oh, in a, Central in Michigan. September? Okay, yeah, that, I think it'd fun. be a lot of fun. I get an we'll Airbnb, some, and then we'll like hit the hit the town. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. So, oh, Joey Porter is a tough guy, man. You know, I, I liked him. Tough son of a bitch. Really tough. Riggins. Uh, I'll go with Riggins. I'll go with Riggins because yeah. he got those tough yards, man. He really did. Okay. Damn, Susie. Yeah? Yeah. Hold on. Let me pause this real quick. <coughs> Crack your bath. Oh, I forgot we weren't recording anymore. Thank God. I stopped. But anyway, we're back. Uh, so we're at Hoover Wins. Um, All right. So Riggins over Joey Porter. That's a tough one, too. Yeah, that's a tough Joey one. Joey Porter's tough. That's good. Good call. Um, how about Marcus Allen? Oh, Marcus. Love Marcus. And your Raider. He finished it. Did he finish his career with KC? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Went versus, into the Hall of Fame as a Raider, though. Versus a guy who I think is the quintessential linebacker right now in the NFL, Patrick Willis. Patrick Willis retired. The guy from the Niners? Oh, who am I thinking of? Uh, yeah, well, the guy from the Niners. But Patrick Willis. Anyway. Patrick Willis versus Marcus? Yeah. Patrick Willis is like one of those top linebackers. Out of Ole Miss, he was good. He's great. He retired. I think he had a – and then they had a string of dudes retire right yeah. after him. Yep. Like the kid from Penn State, uh, Navarro Bowman, retired with they him. They all at the same time. And then it was a kid from Wisconsin who was tough. He retired after one year. He was one a year. year. Yep. So – And it was like – and they had the – they were at the height they, of – And that was right after Harbaugh, Harbaugh left. Yep. I will go with Marcus. I think Marcus will jump over him. Ha! Huh, that's pretty good. He, hey, when it came down to one or two yard line, he gave it to Mark. Anybody knew he was getting it, Marcus. Yeah, I think that, um, yeah, I'd have to take Marcus Allen. He was just one of the all time elite running backs. But Patrick Willis, you know, he him was good. And, and Ray Lewis at that time, yeah. they were the two best. And he was tough. He was in the, the middle. Field. He was fast, strong, and smart. He, yep. had, he had all the great. Qualities you need as a yep. linebacker. That was like the the Eagles had that great string in the eighties and nineties of great linebackers. Yep. And we haven't yep. since. Yep. You know, nope. we, we really have. And they don't make an effort. God it's damn been, it, make an effort this year. I would say ever since Lori took over, it's been mostly offensive mind. I mean, I, Jimmy they Johnson were. was a great um, defensive coordinator, and he kept uh, everybody. You know, we had Jim the, Johnson. Yeah, yeah. We had the great D backs and safeties. Yeah, and, safeties, but you got to have those linebackers. Because they're gonna, they're, they're the ones who normally should be making all the tackles. Yeah. So, all right, we're on to basketball. Okay. The first matchup is pretty intriguing. Okay. Uh, one guy is a great scorer, still in the NBA, mm-hmm. and one guy was an unbelievable defender. Okay. Uh, so Damian Lillard versus Michael Cooper. I don't know that much about Lillard, but I sure I didn't do think know you about, did. But I sure do know about Coop. And Coop could fucking Coop would get up on fucking Bird's face, and he could shoot. I'll go with Cooper. Really, Cooper is great Coop was defender, good, man. man, and he could he, score. And he was fast as like yeah. skinny as hell. Had his fucking socks up to his fucking hips. Uh, but got and Dr. J did dunk on him, motherfucker, which was awesome. But that's Dr. But J. But they were running down. He was running, and it was he actually took a bad, and then he ducked. He did. It's it's one of the most infamous. Well, Dr. J did that to everybody. He they fucking did. dunked on Bill Walton. Uh, I'll take Coop. 
All he right. was fucking a great defender. All right, here's an interesting matchup. Um, one was just very good offensively and defensively. The other <clears throat> one was just a brick, man. He actually uh, <clears throat> took the Washington Bullets pretty far. Uh, I think he took him to the championship. Didn't win. I don't. They might have won actually. Oh, Patrick what? Ewing versus Wes Unsell. Wes Unsell uh, went to two finals. Finals. Uh, one, one year they won. One year they lost. Right. One year they uh, beat Seattle. One year they lost to Seattle. Right. Um, he was. Uh, he you you described him perfectly. He was like a brick wall. Yeah. But he was six seven. Right. And he was, and he boxed you out. And you weren't going to move that fucker. Um, I would, though, take Patrick Ewing because Patrick was not only seven foot, he had a nice turnaround he, jumper. He did. He did. He, he had a nice touch. Which he built. And he built. And he worked on. Now, if he had to try to get through that brick wall, he was strong enough. He could. But okay. Wes Anso was tremendous. He was great. But I would take Patrick Ewing. Yeah, it's a tough matchup. I originally had to Kemby Matumbo in there, and I was like, that's just a blowout. Yeah, he was. Kemby didn't have a great offense. So yeah. I pulled that. All right, here's the next one. Last one of basketball. Okay. Um, a throwback guy that I really liked back in the day. Okay. An old ABA guy. Ooh, ooh. Um, Connie Hawkins? Nope. Um, but became a a real... I mean, he was just a great player for years. I think he played for Buffalo in the uh, in the ABA. Bob McAdoo. Bob McAdoo. Uh, Buffalo wasn't in the ABA. They were in the NBA. Oh, were they? It was... It was in, for uh, Buffalo, it was... Bob McAdoo, Ernie DiRigorio, Randy Smith. Who did he play for? Played for Buffalo. Okay. Buffalo, in the NBA? In the NBA. That Buffalo, there was a Buffalo Braves, and they became the L.A. Clippers. Mm. First, they became the San Diego Clippers, then the L.A. Clippers. It was a Buffalo Braves. And you know who their coach was back in the day? Who? Jack Ramsey. Dr. Oh, no shit. Jack Dr. Ramsey. Jack and they were good. They were very good. And then he, I know he, McAdoo ended up playing And they for had the a guy Lakers. named McMillan on their team. They had a tremendous team. Yeah. McMillan, by the way, was number five, Dave. Five. <laughs> uh, versus Draymond Green, another good defender, great He's player, great, defender, great rebounder, uh, uh, scorer. I, I'll go with Bob McAdoo because Bob McAdoo was a scorer. Now most people remember Bob McAdoo on the Lakers because that's where he kind of yeah, made right. his mark. But when he was with the Buffalo Braves, he was the MVP of the league. Okay, and good. he could score, and he was about six ten, six eleven, long arms, and he could he could light it up, and he did could post he, you up. Did he play in this? His career was he with the Sixers for like a he might year? have been on the Sixers. He was on the Celtics for a year or two yeah. before Bird got there, and then uh, he went to the Lakers. He might have played with the Sixers, but he was a tremendous scorer. Bob McAdoo was a ball player. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. North, North Carolina guy. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a that was a good matchup. I'm trying to find these obscure good players. You know, it's like oh, Bob when I say good. when I was when you said one o'clock, I'm like, give me. I just want to. Oh, okay. I wanted to go okay. a little deep. Yep. So. And by the way, Randy Smith also, just like Bob Pettit, was number nine. <laughs> um, that'll be great when Morty listens back. <laughs> <laughs> Randy Smith could light it up. He was on the All-Star team a couple of years. Yeah, see, this is when you think about it. Once we turn over, we get to the zeros. You got to look multiple spots. Oh, my God. We'll, be, we'll, be, we'll spend 20 minutes on numbers. I know. You know. Well, we don't have to go that deep. <laughs> we can just go the greats. When you go, That's true. That's true. Zeros has a decent amount of zeros. They do. You know? They do. All right, uh, we're on to boxing. All right. The first one is a guy that I never thought lived to his potential. Okay. He became a heavyweight champion, <clears throat> but he was the laziest. I, you know, he was a guy that I just wanted to put my foot in his ass, even when he was in the Olympics. Riddick Bowe. Uh, Riddick, yeah, yeah. Do you get he what I'm saying? Yes, he got fat. He won, and he got fat. He beat... Uh, 
Holyfield yes, the one time, but Holyfield he was Holyfield came a back and beat him two more times because Holyfield was that type of guy, right? And he was a workhorse. He's a workhorse. But Riddick Bowe never he was a hard hitter. Long. Do you remember long. how lazy he was in the Olympics, Riddick Bowe? Yes, he would kind of like screw like, around yes. and. And then he had to do what he did, and he tried to do that in the pros, and he can't do that. But he had quick hands and for he a had big guy. Long arms. Yes, so he could really keep you at bay if he really wanted to, if he was smart. Uh, versus Ken Norton, Kenny Norton, very Evander fucking... Holyfield like. Oh my God, he was uh, uh, like a freaking a puzzle. Wasn't he like a, a, a Vander Holyfield before Evander Holyfield? Yes, he was, because he would he would do this type of shit. Yep. Ali could fucking. He, Ali fought him twice. Well, he broke his jaw the first time. You're right. And um, he broke Ali's jaw. He he broke Ali's jaw and he beat Ali. And then the second one, he really beat Ali, but they gave it to Ali. Yes. And he was he was an ex marine and fucking cut. He was he he was he looked like a light heavyweight or a cruiser because he was cut. I mean, well, wasn't he, Ali a light heavyweight at one point? At, at one point, I think he did that in the Olympics. Okay. Um, but oh my God, he was. Uh, I mean, fucking uh, Foreman beat them. Balls off. Foreman beat the balls off of most people. Well, so Norton beat Ali. Ali, and then uh, 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 Foreman crushed Norton. And he crushed Joe Joe Frazier. He beat the fuck out of both of those guys. I will go with Kenny Norton because Kenny Norton was just a fucking crazy puzzle. He would drive you crazy. Yeah, and I just thought Riddick Bowe. I mean, Riddick yeah. Bowe was heavyweight champion. You know, it's he like, was heavyweight champ. But I think he, like you said, he beat Evander uh, Holyfield once, and then two more times he lost. What was it? Wasn't that the uh, fan guy came flying? Yes. Out? Remember that? Yeah. That's freaking crazy. I was watching that. I remember that. I can't believe saying, you remember that. And they were saying, "Hey, there's some guy, the fan guy." We're like, "What the fuck are they talking about?" And all of a sudden, he came in, and everybody started beating the balls off on the guy. They beat. They ripped them down and beat the hell out of. His like promoter started kicking the shit out of him. He's hitting him with like this big cell phone that was as big as a brick. All right, I'm not sure if you know this guy mm-hmm. uh, in the next one, but he is a champion, great right. boxer. All right, uh, and in, and these two guys are in the same um, bracket, right? All right? So they're both middleweights, welterweight, middleweight. Aaron Pryor. Oh yes, I know him. Miguel Cotto. Do you know Miguel Cotto? Oh, he's recent, right? Yes, he is. So, oh, I know uh, he, he he retired. Another Puerto Rican boxer, great okay. boxer. He retired in 2017, but okay. Uh, Cotto, yeah, multiple I, 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 world champions. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've heard his name. I'll go with Cotto because uh, prior, you know, he was good for a very uh, a short window. He was a head case too. He was a head case. He, he had a he head dives, head, drugs. No, he's shit. still alive. Is he? Aaron Pryor's still, still alive? You sure? He's still alive. He's buddies with uh, he's buddies with the guy I kicked the shit out of. Oh, really? Yeah, they're friends. Our Alexis Arguello? Yeah. Get out of here. They're buddies now. Oh, no way. That's yeah, cool. I, I, I saw something like a year ago, unless he died in the last year. I'll go with Kato. Okay. I don't think these two, the next one, ever matched up. And I'm sorry if I pulled them and they did. I don't think they did. I think one was probably about eight to ten years before the other. I could be wrong, but I don't think they ever matched up. But I think it would be the most incredible fucking fight ever. Right. Mickey Ward versus Ray Boom Boom Mancini. I don't know. They did not fight each other. But they were different, right? Like, yeah. Mick, uh, Boom Boom was before. Boom Boom was before. Uh, he was like probably uh, eight to ten years before, early to mid eighties, and then he's probably about ten. They're about ten years apart. Okay, so I was right on with that. Um, how great would that fight have been? That would be good because uh, Boom Boom was like, he was an offensive guy. He'd come at you. And neither one of the guys would quit. 
And neither of them would quit. And Mickey Ward uh, was more of a counterpuncher. He was more of a, you come at him and he's going to do something to you. He wouldn't take the fight to you. Yeah. And he would never quit. And he would never fucking quit. Lowell, uh, Massachusetts. What's that? Isn't he from Lowell, Mass? He's from Lowell, Mass. My cousins are from Lowell, Mass. So I'm going to go with the Lowell, Mass Mickey Ward. You're going with Mickey Ward over Boom Boom. I'll go because fuck One Boom One killed Boom a guy. <laughs> Dooku Kim. That's true. But Mickey Ward might have killed somebody on the streets of Lowell. He probably uh, did. No, his brother probably did. Oh, Dickie Eklund. Uh, no, I'll go with Mickey Ward because he was a tough fucker, man. Uh, and so was Boom Boom. So what was Dickie's uh, claim to fame? I bought... Uh, he knocked down uh, Ray, uh, Ray Leonard. Ray Leonard, yeah. I knocked you down. And he, and he was a tr- I remember seeing that oh, documentary about him being a crackhead. I watched that I whole watched thing. It. It I remember unbelievable. Yeah. I remember what a thinking, whack what job. A, he was a fucking whack job. I knocked you dead. You remember me? Uh, and let me tell you something. I've been in Lowell. That is exactly how it fucking is up there. <laughs> fucking That's funny stuff, right. Sorry about you guys in Lowell. Sorry, but I kind of matched up to the story. So, yeah, we cut last week's a uh, little short. So I, I thought I'd you know, put some more content into this one this All week. Right. So uh, we got two more topics left, but we're, we're coming up on that hour and a half. So Morty That's was fine. Morty was a little <clears> disappointed <throat> that last week's episode was so short, but we had to get to that party, which oh, was a good time. Sorry, I got a picture <clears throat> yesterday of uh, Al in the St. Patty's Day parade out there in Concha Hocking. Oh, they they marched in that one. Yeah. Okay. He had the flag. The, he okay. was carrying the Ir- Ireland flag. So. Oh, good for him. Yeah. He's yeah, one eighth Irish, and you know. <laughs> <laughs> you told me all about it. Had his kilt on. He looked good, actually. Oh, did he? Really okay, good uniform. Good for him. Good for him. Yeah, I so. quizzed him on a few things. He flunked. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, he may get the uh, how many apples and all that stuff, but the AO8 stuff, he... Uh, you called him out on that shit. Oh, yeah. I was slipping in questions. He didn't even know it, and he didn't know the answers. Oh, Sorry, Al. Nice, nice. Sorry, how many apples? How many Irishmen get off and off and on a bus? Maybe we should ask you those questions. <laughs> all right. You ready for Would You Rather? Yep. All right, we did a Florida man. We did the whole gamut this week, man. We killed off somebody. We yeah, probably did. Hopefully, Squeaky from Squeaky. All right, would you rather lose all your money and valuables, or all the pictures you have ever taken? Lose all my valuables or the pictures? I'd rather lose the pictures because I can gather the pictures from other people. They'll they'll hook me up. Use all your money or value. I think I'd agree with you. I mean, I love my pictures. I, I love I have all so many pictures, but I mean, somebody would get them for me. My yeah. nieces has all most of them. I mean, I've pictures. lost, honestly, I've lost all my childhood pictures. I don't have any. Oh, yeah. Um, it's cool. Like, even when my father passed away, I got that one shared with me, which then I shared with Rich Gannon, and then he posted that out on his Twitter. I think I showed you that. Rich Gannon shared one of your pictures? Really? Yeah, I shared it with him. Somebody gave it to me at my dad's funeral. And so I posted... I. I shared it with Rich, and then he, he didn't give me any fucking credit for it either. I was pissed off about that. He's you, like... You connected to him? In, in, on uh, yeah, through Twitter. Okay. And he's like, yeah, my first year playing football, whatever, you know. And he, he sent me a really nice note about my dad passing away and everything. Oh, it was, okay. was pretty cool, yeah. And um, But he was like, you know, my first year playing football, blah, blah, blah. And then somebody wrote, anybody else go pro on that team? And he's like, God... No, I was the only one, you know, blah, 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 blah. And he also wrote another fucking thing that was wrong on there. He was like, I was my first year playing quarterback. And you were the quarterback. I was quarterback. Let's get that straight there, Richie. Laces out, Dan. Laces out. <laughs> anyway. See, this is why people make fucking crazy cookies. They're but that was cool, though. Crazy. You know what I mean? It was cool to get a, a yeah, childhood that's, picture. That's cool. That's cool. You know? I mean, I think I could track down a lot, like... 
you know, when we moved out of my parents' house, you know, like we kind of, my parents and grandparents have all these really old pictures, especially my grandmother. And we, I don't know who a lot of the people are, but they're just cool to see the period pictures. Yeah. And my, like my sisters kind of split those things up. But I mean, I think I could get my hands on, and especially with my nieces, because they, they're big into this, this shit. So I, I, I think I could retain them through them. That funny, you know, like uh, we had 15 kids on that team. And um, I think it was two or three quit. And then we had one kid that could never make weight. Right? So we, yeah. we yeah. literally. So you played with like 12. No, we had 11. Oh, 11. It. Okay. You know, so if anybody got hurt, I remember <laughs> the one game we were playing up there and we had this kid on the team, Eddie Schmidt, and literally Jimmy broke his arm right here. Right here. He was the center. And uh, I think we were playing Liberty Bell. And his arm was just hanging. Ooh. And uh, so then we had to get this other kid in. I mean, we literally, if, if uh, I forget the kid's name, it was McGrath or something like that. If he didn't make weight, it was like we only had, yeah. we'd have 12 or 11 kids. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> it was like Liberty Bell I pass that every time I go to I, I have a branch on Knights Road so I pass that street it's right on Red Line up there yeah yeah. I'll never forget seeing that kid's arm just hanging oh. and you know what I mean it's your first year playing football and you're like oh. Oh, I don't know if I want to play this shit yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't worry that shit don't happen all the time no it doesn't yeah that was fucked up same kid playing baseball right his dad was always the coach right this, this Ed Schmidt kid right his dad was the coach and uh, I'll never forget like I'm playing shortstop, and you're supposed to, like, he had his kid in there. It was just, we were trying to, it was our travel baseball team, whatever, right? And we're trying to do the uh, the play where you throw the ball to the shortstop when you got first and third, right? They're stealing, mm-hmm. and then you oh, throw yeah, the ball yeah, home, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Well, the catcher decides he's going to throw it the second. Well, Ed, he had his son on the mound. He wasn't our pitcher or anything. Just, and the fucking kid's throwing He's supposed to throw it right over the pitcher's head. I'm supposed to come in, catch the ball, and then throw it home. Oh, so we're running this play. There's our travel base. And Ed Schmidt, standing there, doesn't duck. And it hits him right in the fucking <laughs> teeth. Jimmy, I never saw anything like it. His teeth just dropped to the ground. Two, two front teeth just dropped right to the fucking ground. This kid's screaming, crying. Oh. They were like fucking two inches long, these fucking teeth. Wow. And they just dropped. the roots. Yeah, the fucking everything. Just hit him right there, right under the bridge of the nose. So those fucking... were his permanent teeth. They were his permanent teeth, yeah. Oh, and he just dropped to the ground in the Bob dirt. Clark for the rest of his life. <laughs> well, they took him right to the hospital. His mother was a nurse, oh. I remember. Yeah. Poor Ed Schmidt. Poor Ed Schmidt, wherever he is today. Probably has, like, stitch marks still. Yeah, I bet. Uh, all right, would you rather find your true love or a suitcase full of $5 million? Today? Today. Five million bucks. <laughs> five million dollars. I already found my true love, so I'll take the five million as well. well it's 20, Doesn't mean I don't I don't miss well, I'm it. I'm not right? saying I wouldn't want to find my true love, but I, you know, what the, I, yeah, I think twenty. Yeah, yeah. Five million is five million. I can find a lot of love after that five million. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so that's an easy one for me. Oh, well, you already found your true love. So. <laughs> it's all right. Let's go. Give me that case. All right. Would you rather never have to work again? Okay. Back to the five million. Yep. Or never have to sleep again. Now, understand, oh. you won't feel tired or suffer any negative health effects. So you either never have to work again or you never have to sleep. You're just always awake and you're never tired and you don't have any negative health effects from not sleeping. I'd rather not have to work again. 
because I'd want to do stuff. You know, right. I'd rather not want to work. I want to travel. I want to do stuff. I want to, you know, if I never sleep, what the fuck? I mean, Christ, I'll be up working. Right. Fuck that. Now I want to, I'd never have to work again. Then, I'm, then I can yeah, I mean, the cool life. thing is, like, if I could just feel as refreshed and energized as I do from having a good night's sleep all the time and never have to sleep and never miss anything, and uh, I think it'd be kind of cool to watch. then you're going to work all the time. Oh. It's either don't work again or never sleep again, right? Yeah, but I think it'd be kind of cool. I don't mind work. I love, actually, love what I do, you know? This, believe it or not, could be work if we ever got paid. I love that. <laughs> you know, get my five million, find my true love because I don't sleep, bang her all night and crazy. Then the bitch be like, well, don't you sleep? No, I don't. I got energy for days, baby. You bitch, wake the fuck up. We're going again. <laughs> Here we go. Um, Take off those jean jackets, you Nova girls. Isn't that what fucking Dave was saying? I'm crazy. Jean jackets? That's funny. <laughs> he said something. I didn't even notice. Oh, uh, that's good stuff. Uh, Morty, where's your freaking videos? All this good content out there. Morty not sending anything. David, God damn it. All Somebody right. kick me. All right. Um... Mount Rushmore. All right. What are we doing? I wrote a bunch of shit down. All right. right. So after going to the uh, creamery yesterday and tasting what I thought was the best ice cream I've ever had in my life. Yeah, that was good. Honestly. It is good. So I was thinking maybe we do Mount Rushmore of ice cream flavors. Okay. All right. So we go back and forth on this one. All right. All right. Go ahead. You can start My favorite is mint chocolate chip. That's my that's my always go to. That's Susie's favorite. Love mint chocolate chip. Yeah, I mean that's a good one. Yep. Um, my favorite is um, Turkey. Not Turkey Hill. Uh, Brewsters makes it. It's called Graham Central Station. Ooh. So it's Graham cracker with Graham cracker flavored ice cream with marshmallows and some chocolate in there, and it's like. It's just like crunchy and good, and, and literally, I mean, that's mm. my favorite. So. What did you get yesterday at the creamery? Did you get the peachy paterna? I did not. No, they still have it, though. I bet you they better, fuckers. Um, I got the, uh, it was called this Charlie, uh, Charlie's Peanut Butter Blitz thing. It was fucking okay. awesome. It was like this caramel, peanut butter, and creamy. Uh, what did you take home for soup? <laughs> this, it was called this uh, mint. Blitz or something like that. Mm. It was like mint chocolate chip, but very it was yeah, okay. very similar to that. Okay, uh, I'll come back with uh, cookies and cream. Cookies and cream, which is very delicious. Uh, I think Luke got um, some kind of cookie dough yesterday there. Cookie dough, good. Okay, and it, he was like, "This isn't mine." When they gave it to him, because it looked like chocolate. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it looked like just chocolate chip ice cream, mm-hmm. but it was no man. It was good. So nice. I couldn't nice. believe again. I will say how creamy that fucking ice cream was. It was. They amazing. make it fucking right I there, man, and they specialize in it. Uh, I will go with chocolate peanut butter. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. So like with the peanut butter swirl and the chocolate okay. ice cream, a good, okay. not, good chocolate peanut butter ice cream. I will go with a uh, summer favorite of mine is uh, orange sherbet. Orange. That's a fucking sherbet, dude. That's not an ice cream. Isn't that ice cream? That's sherbet. Sherbet. Fuck. All right. Well, then. Sorry. Sorry. Pull the plug on that answer. Sorry. Then I'll just go with the uh, original uh, vanilla vanilla bean. Vanilla bean. My dad used to love that. Briar's vanilla bean. bean. Briar's vanilla bean. Yeah, I didn't like the beans in there, man. The little fucking. Well, it's not their fucking giant beans. I mean, they're 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 mixed up. It's not like you're eating Dorito, you know, uh, tacos. Uh, another one of my favorites is chocolate marshmallow. The okay. swirly marshmallow in the chocolate. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. 
Um, oh God, I only go with like uh, th there is this n nice mix of uh, s similar to the cookies and cream. They kind of mix up this one that's like Oreo. Type oh, of nice thing, Oreo one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very which good. is really good. And you got to like the chunks of the Oreo in there. Matter of fact, I'll uh, pick that up for tonight. Yeah, I've got a theme of peanut butter and chocolate, but peanut butter brittle. Ooh, okay. very good. Um, okay. They did have that at Penn State. They also, I heard Penn State makes an amazing um, buttered almond. Okay. They say is amazing, but I didn't have okay. that there. And since we're talking about Penn State, I'll end with the Peachy Paterno, which is very nice. I got to try that sometime. Peachy I mean, they had Paterno. some unbelievable flavors on there. I was like, yeah. shit, man. And then, you know, I bring home all this shit, right? Um, you know, we each got a little container, quart, whatever you call it, right? I didn't get the big fucking containers, but I'm like, I want to bring something home to Sue. I'm going to take, I wish I had taken home what I ate yesterday because it was so fucking amazing, yeah. but I wanted to try something different. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the container, it was like this cooler, right? And so to take it home, she was like, yeah, it's $5. I'll put the thing in there and dry ice, mm -hmm. whatever. So get home, fucking Mr. Little Science Boy, he's fucking playing with dry ice for the next two hours. I'm like, finally, I'm like, Luke, why don't you go up and get a shower? I grab that fucking dry ice and I put it out back in a bag. I'm like, this fucking kid's doing a science in spark in my fucking kitchen. I'm like, it's carbon alone. dioxide. So did or, you get a picture on the lion shrine? Or I did, did, yeah. he, did you too. and him get it? Yeah, yeah, I did a selfie. I mean, there's nobody there, but. That's fine. Yeah, man. Of course, I haven't been on that Swipe damn right. thing in fucking 35 years. Yeah, so. I still have the one, there it is right there, the chunk right there. Still fucking there. Oh, really? That's been there for fucking. Would you do that? Or Dougie broke that shit? I didn't fucking do that. I'm sure Dougie broke Dougie, that. He, he owned it. So swipe. Swipe right. There you go. There you go. Yeah, man. I mean, we all used to sit on top of that fucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it. it's beautiful how it's just, you know, there. and it's there. There you go. There's you two. Yeah, that's all I could do. Hey, that's all you need. That's when the man. snow was starting. Yeah. But yeah, that's it, hey, man. There's a stadium. Yeah. Nice. Very nice. Uh, congratulations, yeah. Luke. Yeah, it is what it is, right? I think so. you made a great choice, bud. Yeah. He's great good. school. So that's it, man. Um, I don't know. Uh, we'll see what we got here. Ride it out with some music. Ride it, Shotgun with Norman Jim. Episode 97 Four in the books. Final Four next week. Final Four next week. Stay tuned for that. What a Final Four we got. Yes. Out, that is an awesome... Four great number one. It's all chalk, yes, but my God. The programs and the coaches and the teams, wow. That's a, that's a good one, man. So, uh, all right. Thanks for riding shotgun with Norman Jim. Episode Next 97. Week, yep. In the books.